Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Cash Grab podcast, where today we are doing the mask. First of all, how are you, Steph? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm good. That was a very loose intro there. uh, It was. Yeah. Uh, so, So for anybody who doesn't know, we are the podcast that go through different franchises that have been turned into video games and discuss whether the games are cash grabs or not. You know what? I'm so, glad you did that. I completely fucking forgot it was loose, it? <laughs> to in- introduce what the actual podcast is for any new listeners. It's, but, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, we've, we've, oh. uh, we've, yeah, we're good. We're good. We, we've got that out of the way. So yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Nothing really to report. Still lockdown is ticking along and nothing's really yeah, happening. I mean, uh, I mean, the fact I've I've got two points about the mask, but the fact that we've the fact that we've got to the point where we thought, yeah, let's just let's just fuck it. It's a sort of fuck it, isn't it? Fuck it, let's just do the mask. So yeah, that that kind of is quite synonymous with the fact that we're in lockdown and it's been quite a, quite a long process for all of us. So we just thought bollocks to it. Let let's just do the mask now. So, but also quite a fitting time considering the uh, abundance of face masks being worn, wouldn't you say? Yes, that's a very good point. There's a there's an interesting tie in there that I think subconsciously because it hasn't actually occurred to me until we started recording the podcast and I thought to myself, actually there's there's a really good reason for doing the mask. And yeah. Yeah, I you... I never I I wouldn't have put that together to be honest, mate. So well done. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Get my first cash grab pat on the back right there. And we're only yeah, about a couple minutes into the Yeah. 34 Only... episodes it took. <laughs> yeah, so that's the equivalent of like a good 30 something, like, you know, let's say 40 hours. It took 40 yeah. hours for me to get a pat on the back. I'll take it, mate. I'll take it. That's so, fine yeah, by me. For any new listeners, what we do is we watch 30 minutes of the film. So today yes. is The Mask from 1994. Is. And then we play 30 minutes of the game. So today we have mm. a SNES game called The Mask, which is based off the film The Mask, which came out in October 1995. Indeed so, it did. And we see if the game is just a cash grab from the film or not. Absolutely, we so, do. Tom, have you ever played... Uh, sorry, we'll go, on the, we'll go on the film first. Have you seen the film before? Yeah, I have. Uh, as a kid, uh, and I think I watched it quite a few times, I think I quite enjoyed it for its kind of like batty cartoonish ways. But by no means could I remember any of it, and by no means did any of that stick to mind as an adult. So it has been many, many years. How about you? I am the exact same. I have seen this film when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, we were like two or three when this came out, so, you know. Yeah. So I remember watching it when I was a kid. I remember little bits of it, mm. but nothing too, you know, intense. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was quite nice to go back to. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So should we just jump straight into it then, do you reckon, Steph? Yeah, so this stars Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz as the two yeah. main actors of the film. And Jim Carrey, he's a, he's a bit down on his luck, isn't he? He's not, he's not yeah. doing too well. Yeah, he, he, plays, he plays a kind of sorry, a sorry fella working in a quite typical kind of like New York style bank called Stanley Ipkiss. And basically, just like straight from the get-go, he's he's just portrayed as you kind of kind of like your everyday loser. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he's, he's like he's he's a really nice guy to the point that people just take the piss out of him. Like in terms of yeah. straight away, you know, he buys tickets to I can't remember what the tickets were for. Was it a concert or a sports 
event. I can't even oh, remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I've got no idea, so, mate. But yeah, bought a you buy a ticket for one of the women at work, hoping that they could go together, mm. and straight away just boys him off and gets him to give her both tickets so she can go with her friend. And he's like, yes. you know, they. It feels like she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew that she could do this with him. And she's just yeah. using him. And you do feel a bit bad for him because he doesn't really see that people are just using oh, him. Oh, nice guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, from, from the get-go, you you kind of, you got Stanley's back. Do you know what I mean? Because although although you, you can, to some degree, say like, actually, mate, you are making a rod for your own back. You are being too nice. There is such a thing as being too nice. And, and that is partly true. At the same time, you think to yourself like, mate, like, leave the fucker alone because it's one thing him being nice it's another thing you preying on that niceness like a like a fucking parasitic leech you bitch do you know what i mean like there's there's cool. levels to this game film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very true very true film yeah so then you know stanley's just kind of going about his day he's just he keeps getting more and more down on his luck he's just having yeah. a more 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 bad time until Eventually, he finds the mask. He does. He's your coincidence. Can we just talk about the opening scene to this film? Yeah, I really want to talk about the opening scene to this film because it would, it, like, yeah, go on, just, just go with it because I'm, I'm a bit lost for words. You're talking about the, the deep sea diver, the, the guy yes, in the, the river. The, yeah, yeah. The film starts <laughs> off with uh, deep sea divers, or like, and I don't know if they're deep sea, but they're like, they're deep in the water anyway. Yeah, yeah. And um, they, they find this box. And they're looking at the box. And then something, I don't know what, I don't know what they were doing, but they're building something. But yeah, there was some sort of construction like, going on. Yeah, it was yeah, a pipe. Yeah, because then a pipe, like a pipe breaks off the um, grips that are actually trying to hold it. They snap. Yeah. And then the pipe comes down and nearly crushes one of the blokes, which is just amazing. Uh, see, the thing is, from, from what I remember, the, the pipe comes down and it actually bonks him on the head. Did it? And I, yeah, I thought it bonked him on the head because I, I thought that I thought that's death. That is that's yeah, death, the last man. place you'll be knocked out is underwater. Yeah, but also also like the, that's a massive steel pipe. Sorry, I just m- knocked the mic. Then it's a massive steel pipe. Like that's that's got to be death hitting you on the head. But like mm. what I loved about it is the fact that just before it nails him on the back of the head, or you know, or kind of grazes him, or whatever happens, you know. Um, He's got that beautiful thing. It's one of my favorite things in the world, and it screams underwater. And he's got that beautiful like, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, oh, beautiful. And then, dunk. <laughs> but then, doesn't he float up a bit? I think he did. And I think his yeah. mate like went to the rescue. But then it cuts yeah. back to the to the box opening up randomly on its own, and then the mask yeah. coming out, and then, which which floats beautifully up to the surface yeah. of the water. And then, which which makes you wonder what sort of wood is it made out of? I have no idea. But then why does it suddenly get attached to a load of like rubbish that was just floating on the top of the water? Yeah, th- that's one thing I did want to talk about actually. Because um, do, do you think the masks a bit like um, like Jumanji? Isn't the Jumanji board? Doesn't it have some kind ooh. of way of like enticing people in? Do you do you want do me you think- to do you want me to read you a little? small mini synopsis I have of the film which gives you it, it basically spoils what the mask is about. Go for it. Stanley, an easygoing bank employee, turns into an eccentric green-skinned being 
who can bend reality after wearing a wooden mask that is inhabited by Loki, who is a Norse god. And before uh... our, and before any viewers get on our back going like, actually, he's a Marvel superhero, we say, piss His off. Dark Horse comics. Yeah, piss oh, off. Oh, sorry, Re- I thought you meant... I th- <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I thought you meant because the mask is based on the uh, comic from Dark Horse comics. No, I meant Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Loki and they'll was be like, he's, he's, a, he's a Marvel superhero, and I'll say, piss off and read a bit of mythology, or play, or better yet, play Age of Mythology, where you can play as said god, and then come back to us and grovel and say, sorry, Steph and Tom, for being such a geek and a loser. And we'll say, it's all right, mate. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so basically, it's it's Loki, it's Loki who's god of mischief, isn't it? So that yeah. like it, it it adds up. That adds up, and it does add yeah, up yeah. the way the mask kind of constantly finds its way back to, you know, a Somebody. certain person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think Jim Carrey was the absolute pinnacle like choice for this role. Oh, absolutely. That there's you there's couldn't have got better. There's there's no. There's no other actor at all, no other actor in the world that could have pulled this off because he's he's a body actor. Do you know what I mean? Like everything yeah, exactly. about him is eccentric. Like his movement, his his facial expressions. You you couldn't get anyone else to do it. He was he was born for this kind of like eccentric lunatic role. Like yeah, he's got no like he's just got everything. It. The voice, the voice as well, just goes so well with whatever he's doing at the time. Yeah, yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, perfect, perfect actor. Yeah, and the the thing is, I think like across the boards, like with the cast, they did an awesome job. The thing is, yeah, like we got to talk about it, and it's not so much the elephant room, more as you know, it's it's Cameron Diaz. So we all know Cameron Diaz, and Cameron Diaz is a beautiful woman, regardless of age or time. But Cameron Diaz in the nineties, goodness gracious me. What an <laughs> unbelievable woman. Like, she's ridiculously fucking good looking. It's, yeah, it's, unbe- it's unbelievable how stunning she is in this film. But this is her, like, break breakout into Hollywood. This is, is this is what... Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the mask is what brought her into the limelight of Hollywood. And I think she'd done small acting parts beforehand. But before those small acting parts and before the mask, do you know her, her story? I think she was a model at one point, wasn't she? Softcore pornography. Was it? Yes. Oh. Maybe I may. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just quickly. Hang on. Soft. So, oh, You're just soft. quickly confirming that, are you? Oh God. Well, the I mean, suspense is, is killing the listeners. Well, the thing is, I, I'm typing in the wrong things. I'm saying Cameron Diaz porn, and I'm just getting. Cameron Diaz lookalikes, <laughs> like Cameron Diaz lookalike porn videos, and there's tons of them. And, and now I'm overwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> I, I might have lied. I don't know. <laughs> I might have fucked this up. I, I, I think you I, lied. I didn't go incognito. My wife's going to ask me about it. I'm going to have to make up a whole sequence of events. Oh God, this is this is this is tragedy, mate. Look, she might have done a bit of naughty things before it, but I might be Fine. wrong. Are you ready? Because I found it. Have you? Go on. In 1992, at age 19, she was photographed. Uh, she was photographed and videotaped topless for an S&M leather fashion magazine oh. editorial. So, yeah, they were never oh. released. Oh, so they were never released, and it wasn't 
even close to pornography. All right, well, well, fair enough. Well, fair enough. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. When I did type in Cameron Diaz porn, I had about two hundred videos. I was ready to like nail to her portfolio and be like, "Well, what's all this then, eh, Cameron?" But obviously, it's all fake and bullshit. And I got overwhelmed. Yeah, it's all rubbish. Yeah, you just got excited. <laughs> I just got too excited. But she, she, she is a true stunner and. She's also quite good. I mean, obviously, she is pe- like for the half an hour we watched, her role is effectively uh, a seductress of Stanley Ipkiss, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I mean, if, whether she's a good actress or not, she can kind of do that very well based on her image and the the vibe she gives off. So, I mean, she does it very well. Um, she fits the role very well, as does Jim Carrey, uh, you know, to different extents, of course. But you know, it's it's a good cast all around. I think it's a yeah, it's a very done good a good cast. job. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so when you know, like we are we are jumping forward a bit in terms of him just getting the mask, but in terms of the stuff which happens in between, it is mainly just stuff which accentuates how much of a nice loser he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just it just kind of adds and piles it on of how like. He's so downtrodden and yeah, down and down on his luck at the same time, and he needs a break. Basically, yeah. he needs someone to come and give him a break. You know, his his car's got loads of problems. He's being ripped off there by the mechanics. Yep. he's then got to drive this awful old piece of shit to the nightclub where he's going to meet his mate with two women, and yep. then he was really excited about that. And that obviously goes down the pan. He doesn't get in, and you know, it's just thing after thing, just keeps piling it on top yeah it's a and series he, of events isn't it he owes doesn't he owe money to his um oh the landlord. landlord yeah yeah he does yeah yep yeah. and know, she's, all those she's like keep your cartoons down you freak you know she's all yeah, like something about shit. so we did discuss this during during the film mm. where so the mask so when he puts on the mask he like does a mad tasmanian devil's spin Yep. Then he does the whole like honk honk and he yep. like pulls out an alarm clock which is all alive and he slams it with a mallet, jumps out the out the window, slaps the floor, becomes like a 2D shape. Yeah. And it's all yeah. very Looney Tunes-esque. It is. And And he... it's because he's a massive Looney Tunes fan. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, but I mean th- there's here's here's where I stop uh kind of em- emphasizing with stanley right and it's because on like partly i think like yeah yeah he's a super nice guy and people are taking advantage and i think that's totally wrong and so i support him but then when you go and see his flat and he's got like a taz the tasmanian devil pillar on his sofa and then a picture of sylvester the cat and tweety bird in separate frames hanging over his bed and then he's got a fucking I don't even know what it is, like a fucking roadrunner lamp. And I think to myself, like, yeah, I back you. I back you and I support you because you're a good guy and people treat you like you're dirt. But, you know, I I get you're impassioned by cartoons, but maybe pull it back a little bit. Maybe have one picture on the wall, you know, and maybe don't have a Taz pillow where someone could see it and maybe change the lamp for like an, a nice Ikea one. Do you know what I mean? Like with a plain lamp. Put, put, pull it back a bit. Like, because you don't, you don't need, you, you don't need to do that. 
because if yeah. he is if he is like thinking oh you know i'd love to have a girlfriend and you know i'd love love to find a girl who's actually nice to me you you might not want to give off the impression that you're a pedophile straight off the bat do you know what i mean at least not straight Jesus. off the bat it's it's true though it's I'm true more meant, i'm more for like you know if you start a relationship, you hide your crazy, don't you? And then when yes, when you're a few months in, you can start to release the crazy, and then when you're a year in, you can just unload the whole crazy. So maybe Mate, what he could do, yeah, go on. He could like after a couple of months, be like, "Oh look, I found this Tasmanian devil, um, this guy, pillow, this guy pillow." Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna put it on yeah. on the sofa, and I'll be like, "Okay, all right." And then you'd be like, look, I found this this picture of Tweety Bird. I'm gonna put it on the wall. Yeah. And just slowly introduce them to it. Yeah, and I found and just... this I found this porky pig dildo. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. just, just slow, slow and steady, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. One thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I'll tell you what, it's that's that's exactly what's been happening like with me recently because like especially during lockdown because you you can't you can't hide any sort of crazy from you from your other half during lockdown i've been i've been sitting playing battlefront and i'll finish a match and i'll like put my like my head in my hands and my wife will be like you're right there mate like what's what's going on i'll be like fucking like mate i've gone through six matches and i only want a death trooper skin slam my fist down like boom fucking death troopers man and i just get wound up about it and i know she looks at me and she's like fuck what the fuck is that about <laughs> mental like he's proper freaking out i'll just go to bed and i sleep on it probably let best, her sleep on it choice. it's true it's true and then you can get back on it <laughs> <laughs> that's it mate that's it so yeah, I, I think I think his cartoon obsession is borderline, but it does make a huge amount of sense with the way the mask reacts to him. Yes, it, it, it yeah, it's perfect. Yes, because the mask turns him into exactly what he needs to be. He needs to be loud. He needs mm. to be memorable. He needs yes. to be fun. Yes, exactly. And he, needs to, he needs a bit more of the. I'm going to think about me, and I'll think about you yeah. afterwards. He needs to do a bit of taking rather than giving for a bit, doesn't he? Exactly, yeah. And that's what yeah. the mask gives him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, so we, 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 in the half an hour we watched, we experienced the mask going on for the first time. He basically destroys his flat doing his Tasmanian spin, like Steph mentioned. He comes out of the flat, does a bit of like mad walking about, smashes a, an alarm clock, which has a mind of its own. And then basically gets you know attacked by the landlady who obviously doesn't recognize him she just thinks there's this fucking massive green alien wearing a pinstripe suit running down my hall like so she she seemed really bothered by the fact that he had a really bright green head and nothing like the rest of his body was fine she she seems scared he jumps out the window slaps the floor gets up and a car's just like beeping at him like get out the way man yeah, and then then he goes over across the road, and there's like a a biker gang it's, kind of thing. Yeah, like and they just don't tear either. They're just trying to mug him. Yeah, exactly. Like, was it normal in 1994 to have people walking around with like green face paint on? Yeah, I I don't 
I don't know what it's about because it, what it puts me in mind of Steph, and you'll like this, is it puts me in mind of the crow, where the there crow, is a yeah. there is a there is a guy, and put yourself in mind of the game where you are like you literally look like the vision of death, and you're mm-hmm. walking down a street and a biker can approach you, and they're just like, "Hey, clown face," and they just want to smash your fucking face in, and it's yeah. it's a similar thing with the mask. Like, there's no question about the fact that, come on, like. Maybe we shouldn't mug this one, yeah? Maybe we he should wait. A little bit unhinged. Maybe we yeah, should maybe, just let yeah. him go. Yeah, even if that isn't a mask, even if he's just, even if he's bold enough to just paint his face green every night, I don't think we should cross him. Because that, yeah, that, that's too much. Alone. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I, there is a funny thing with how people react to him because some people seem to be totally oblivious to the fact that he's like literally an otherworldly being. And then others seem to think, fucking hell. Who's this mental alien flying about the shop <laughs> in a fucking smoking jacket? What is that about? Obviously, so, we did only watch the first half an hour, so like just to yeah, yeah. Make, get that point across. We don't know if other people react to him differently later on, but very true, the, very the true. Three encounters that he has, yes. Like the bikers don't even like. So when he's with the bikers and he's making the balloon animals and he's having they a love laugh, it, and, they? They they're love loving it. it. And you know, he gives yeah. one a poodle. And then he kills it and he's all upset because he's killed the, the balloon poodle. Like, you were trying to mug him and beat him up a second ago. Yeah, and now, exactly. and now you're upset that he's killed your balloon poodle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, 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 it takes all sorts. And I mean, maybe that's the mystique of the mask. Maybe the mask is more than it just affects yeah. him. It almost gives off like some sort of weird pheromone, like makes people react to him differently and not just the way he reacts different. True. Who, Very who true. knows? But then I think I'm starting to get too in depth about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm starting to be like, it's not really about the mask. It's about the man inside the mask. It's like, oh, shut up, Tom. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I do have a quick thing to throw out here. Because we're, we're kind of sliding more towards the end of the film chat. So, and it was it was to do with what we were talking about right at the start when I said a good time to bring up the mask considering the increased amount of face masks being used with uh, Corona. So I've got an interesting article here for you. And it's, in 2020, masks aren't just for protection, they're being used to make a statement. So I've got here a little article. So cowboy boots used to be Sebastian Marquardt's go-to fashion item. He'd wear them everywhere in his neighbourhood of Hamburg, Germany. He liked that the black pointy toes, more common parts of the US, stood out. But these days, the 43-year-old has a different must-have accessory. A face mask. Due to coronavirus concerns, some countries have made it mandatory for people to wear face masks when they go out. Many, like Marquardt, have used the recommendation as a way to get creative. Marquardt currently has 10 different face mask styles to choose from. One has pink unicorns. Another says, chill. But his favourite is the one with his own face on it. And this is him himself. I'm usually a smiling person. I like to interact with people, Marquardt told CNN. But if you have to wear a mask, you aren't that open anymore. People can't see your face. It's a way to show a bit of my personality. An open and funny person. Now, Basically, you can't see the pictures of the guy, right? You're only no, going on what I'm telling you. But what are your impressions? Uh, I'm expecting a 
older gentleman with a white handlebar moustache. Wow. Well, you, you're kind of you're kind of on the track, on on kind of the right track. Well, he's he's got a massive hipster beard and a mohawk and little paedophile glasses. And he basically like just thinks he's <laughs> really cool. And I just think to myself, like, you know what? Like, fuck off. <laughs> to put it to put it bluntly, I'm just a bit like, fuck off. Like, just just piss off. Because this is really silly. Like, I get that you want a picture of your own face over your face, and you want people to be like, wow you're so clever and interesting but nobody cares because the greater concern is that there's a pandemic on you stupid bellend that's all i wanted to say really mate just wanted to get that off my chest oh fair play mate fair play do you want to hear some some reviews for the film the mask i would love to my friend go for it first off guess the critic meta score for the mask I don't know. I feel like it would be quite popular, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say like 70%. The meta score? Yeah. 56. Fuck. That's quite low, isn't it? So it's got 80 from the Washington Post, 80 from Variety, 75 from Chicago Sun-Times, 60 from the New Yorker and the Reader. 58 right. from Entertainment, and then 30 from New York Times. And that oh, seems to be what put it down. Oh, shit. 56. That's a lot lower than I expected. Mm. How interesting. Okay. Well, I mean... The user score is a lot more positive. I'd imagine it would be. No, you can't, you can't trust the user score. Nah, mate, because people just write anything they want. I'll never forget one of the Amazon reviews for Mein Kampf, which was just like... Oh, no. It was just five stars. It just said, Ace Book, my elderly Jewish grandma really enjoyed this. And I was like, for fuck's sake, like... <laughs> Why do people just constantly troll and fuck it's, about? It's so stupid, man. Like, what the fuck? It was like top review as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that is less than I expected, though, because like, I imagine a lot of people... It's one of those films where it's 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 very much a nostalgia film for a lot of people isn't it the mask so i imagine people a lot of people would give it high reviews based on like nostalgia playing a part rather than just like what the film is yes. Do you know what i mean so so maybe the critics reviews are actually quite reasonable to be honest quite apt well i mean there yeah. are 80s and you know 60 in the critics true. reviews so yeah true so not all bad no no not not at all not at all Literally quite middling reviews, really, all in all, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what? Jump straight into the game? Well, would you carry on watching the film? Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would. After the half an hour, it's, it's, it's definitely got enough to keep me hooked, keep me hanging on, you know, enough to keep me intrigued. And I did quite like it, you know. Like, I didn't know what to expect coming back to it after, you know, God knows how many years, like, probably more than 20 years but yeah i really enjoyed it i'd carry on what about you yeah i think i probably would carry on actually i, I would keep going because there's bits that i can kind of remember that i'd want to see how they happen like the dog wearing the mask i think yeah, that was a we thing, spoke but... about that quite a few times didn't we yeah so i think i would 
I would carry on watching it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm always up for watching a bit of a Jim Carrey film. It does he, he is just a bit of yeah, he's just a bit of fun, isn't he? Light relief in it. Yeah, and, and so. then it's either light relief or then some of them are just absolute bangers, like me, myself, and Irene. And you're just like, that is just fucking funny from pillar to post. That's just a killer film. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I would carry on watching it. Nice, nice positive consensus there. I like that. Right, yeah. so into the game then. So some info on the game, Steph, are you clued in? Well, do you want to drop some info for it? Uh, I don't have... Oh, do you want me to drop some info? Yeah, go on, you drop some info. So <laughs> this is the mask for the Super Nintendo. It was developed by Black Pearl Software and it was mm-hmm. published by Black Pearl Software. Um, yeah. And it was Did released we... in October 1995 for North America, because we'll just stick with that. Yeah. That and it's a 2D Absolutely. action platformer. Yes. Yes, it is, I suppose. <laughs> um, so it's released roughly a year, like roughly a year after the film was released. So it's got that kind of uh, gap. Yeah. Well, over a year, because the film was July 1994. And then yeah. this game was October 1995. Yeah. So yeah, so like Over, a year yeah. and a half, even to be honest. Yeah. So, so it's, it's it's got you know it's got it's it's had a while of a gap in between the film and the game, which uh, I think I think can amount to a theory or two about its potential cash grab ness. But we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, to, get that. to that. Yeah. So funny, have you ever played this is, game before? Uh, no, I haven't, and I. I'd never even realized it was a movie tie-in, to be honest. I never even realized the game was developed by about the mask. So, but yes. But here we are. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, if Wayne's World can get a game, any any TV oh. show, any film, sorry, can get a game. Fucking hell. That really was uh, like that wasn't one of those games so much where I just thought like this is shit. It's one of those games where like it just hurt. It just hurt to watch it, to play it. I just thought fuck man and you know what not to spoil it but the mask isn't isn't too different really no so the mask starts off the snes game that is starts mm-hmm. off and you are the mask there's no yes. there's no stanley involved nope so you start off as a mask you have you have very similar powers to what a mask has you can do the sneaky walk you can do the run the super yeah. sprint and then you can do the spinning you can do the pulling out all the guns and just shooting everything. Yeah. You can do the hammer. The little honky you horn. Can do the honky horn. Yeah. I think that's it. That's all I could work out anyway. And a super yeah. jump. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's all uh, I could work out. Yeah, you you have your abilities. The, the one thing I'd point out straight out of the bat of the game is that the animations look really good, which was a really yes. nice surprise. And it was fluid. Yeah, the animation is so good. It doesn't yeah. look. It's not an ugly game. No, it's not. It's not an ugly game. It's, but it's, but it's by no means one of the prettier games for the SNES. At the same time, it's a oh, strange. No, it's no. a strange thing, isn't it? Like it's, it's quite middling with the way it looks. But, and you know, in some ways, the animations are above par for many games. But there's, there's, I don't know what it is. There's something just lacking about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like put my finger on mainly, it, but there's, there's something not right. I mean, so you you start off in the apartment complex, yeah, and the level the level design is 
it's it's open level design yeah or that makes you feel like it is so it's a very linear path with yes. branching dead ends yes so down the dead ends you can find money which i'm still not sure what it's actually used for i kind of think that could be just the equivalent of your score yeah i think so as well yeah uh, health obviously get your new health yeah and mask points i'm gonna call them yeah yeah and fair. you use mask points to do any of your power-ups other than your normal punching with the with the uh boxing glove yeah yeah exactly so yeah so basically you can you go through the environment you can jump up you can go through like you can hit the holes into the floors and drop in you mm, can go through mm. vents you can go through elevators there's all kinds of stuff but all yeah. in all it is a very linear, confusing path, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like it, it is there. You you hit the nail on the head with it, saying like you know, branching paths which all lead to dead ends. It's 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 there mainly to give the illusion that there's choice, but really there's yeah. no choice. There's only getting to the end, and there's only, there's only reaching the certain boss and finishing the level. That's all there is. But it just gives you the impression that there there's potentially something else to explore or something more. It's a, yes. it's a cheeky, it's a cheeky tactic, and it's still used today in a lot of games. To be honest, like a lot of games use that sort of like you know, oh, we're going to explore this and this and that, and really at the end of the day, there's there's nothing to explore. There is just like the objective, you know. That's yeah, but there. some games it works better than others. Some games, some games, so... it's, it's perfect. I, I I'm always I almost feel like bringing out my mandatory Titanfall two talk as I do like every episode now. But that is a linear campaign and you are given the opportunity to explore through the ability to move beautifully anywhere you want and have freedom of movement and you can explore to find the pilot helmets. But really, you yes. know, you are on a linear path just to do the objective and finish the mission. But it, exactly. works, and like, it works in that. And in my standard, my <laughs> Mass Effect playthrough, yeah. Mass, Effect, Mass Effect 2, which I'm on now, mm-hmm. you can... You press the map button, it, it like says it has a little compass come up and That's it has right. the arrow as to where you should be going. Yeah, yeah, when you get to a T junction and you're like, oh, I can go left or I can go right, you press yeah. it, it says, all right, you should go left to finish the mission. You instinctively go right, That's you go true. see what you can find, you get a shotgun upgrade or you get armor upgrade or you just yeah. get some credits or whatever. But you find something that's useful. Obviously, Mass Effect has a lot more going on than the mask. So, like, it is similar that the mask does let you have. You know, you do get mask points and money and health and potentially yeah. another like a, um, a one up. If you're lucky, it just it just feels like there's a there's I, a hollow. I don't know. It's just convoluted. They're, they're just really convoluted levels. Like there's just it just because it's, it's so similar. The whole thing looks exactly the exactly same. You, just, you don't remember where you've actually been and where you need to go. That is exactly it. It's a hall of mirrors, isn't it? Literally, it's yeah. just a hall of mirrors where it's a it's a sprawling it's a sprawling level to me, in you know to a degree, but because it is literally a copy and paste of the background or the environment, you you lose track, which partly makes it feel bigger than it probably is. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just you're yes. like Jesus Christ. There's not there's nothing to define the the bottom section of the level to the top section or or left to right vice versa whatever it, it, it is it is just gray gray paint on a canvas do you know what i mean that is what it is it's just yeah it's rinse and repeat the like you know like 
so you come up against an enemy and he he opens the door and he throws a cat at you, which is quite funny. There's no way you can attack him as far as I can tell. There's no way that you can dodge the cats other than just ducking under them or running away. Yeah, no, and then, that wasn't... you know, you get past him, land on the next floor, straight away there's another geezer who's exactly the same, throwing cats at you again. Yeah, and it's yeah. just very, very rinse and repeat. Same, same thing with the through. bloke firing fucking RPGs from his mattress. You know, yeah, he's like in his bed, and he wakes up, fires an RPG at you, and goes back to sleep. Yeah, and we 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 saw him on about four different levels of the building, and six separate times. Like, I mean, there, and obviously in older games, we're not we're not doing a criticism of like there wasn't enough variety in this game from 1995 because. Let's be honest, pretty much every game from 1995, which you can call like a retro game now, of course there wasn't a lot of variety. Look at Mario. How many Goomba heads have you jumped on? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, Of course, yeah. There's, it's not the variety of it. It's the fact that in Mario, Goombas are put in certain positions so that you there's a power-up nearby. You can use the Goombas to get to something. It's clever level design with simple things, whilst this is... Oh, we'll just plonk the guy in the bed there again and do the animation. And there's yeah, no reason you, for it. Yeah, you go back to say Aladdin, which is another older game. Yeah. Or maybe Jurassic Park for the for the SNES, which came out two years what before this. Game. That is. And that's you a, see how varied it is. Before this. Yeah. <gasps> Fuck, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah, you can see how how varied the game is compared to this. This is very just right. We've got our three enemies for this level. Just shove them in, make the level a bit confusing. All right, onto the next level. Yeah. Um, yeah. But can we just can we talk about probably the the worst part of the game? Oh, go on. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. The combat. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, mate. It is dreadful. So your it's your standard attack is just punching with your boxing glove fist. Yes. So you just. Punch, 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 punch. And the enemy stood there, just punch, 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 and then they die. Yeah. And that is that. You're just smacking punch until the enemy dies. Yeah. Then you can pull out the bigger moves. So we got to a boss. So the boss of the end of the first level is the landlord from the film. Yes, it was. Yeah. With her with her face mask on and her shotgun in hand, she was ready. Yeah, so you know that was pretty good. It was it was just like the film, just like the film. Yep. So she's constantly shooting at you. Now she's obviously got a hell of a lot more health than normal. So I decided to spam the the special moves. The special moves take like two or three seconds, but by by the time you've input the command for anything to actually happen, wind up to them, haven't they? Yeah, and in that time, you're not invulnerable or anything. So if you get hit, you're you have to do it again. If you're standing yeah. too close to a wall, you can't do it. He does most of the animation, stops at like 90% and then goes back to normal. Mm, mm. Then you've got to try and get away from the wall, do the command, get the attack out and then try and do it again. You're trying to spam it. They're spamming you. And it's just, that's all it is. You're just trying to spam each other with weapons to see who survives yeah. at the end. Yeah. It's, it's not like, fun in any way. No, not at all. It's it's one of those things like the, the combat throughout didn't it's not something that shone and in fact the more we played it the more it's one of those things sometimes you play a game and it 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 proves itself to you over time do you know what i mean it it says like stick with me for a few hours and i'll show you how fun i can be and it does and it just gives you more and more and more 
this is quite the opposite. Our initial impression was like, oh, this looks good and that's quite cool and this is interesting. And then how quickly it started to turn to fucking hell, this is tedious and that's shit and that's not good and this doesn't feel good. You know, it had the opposite effect. It had that initial excitement and quite quick decline of, you know, thinking, Christ, this is this isn't great, is it? Shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I think the emphasis, like the combat is you're so right. Like the combat was the biggest disappointment because like even in even in basic beat 'em ups, like Double Dragon, which was made in like eighty eight or eighty nine, like that's that's years old. That had a system where if you punch once and you start to connect you then start to like throw in like punch, lower punch, uppercut. It automatically put combos in place for you to make it more exciting. You know, and that was, that was what? What is this again? 95? That, that was like six or seven years before this. That's, yeah. that, that makes it inexcusable in my opinion. It was made for a, a, a generation beforehand or even that potentially. And it had systems put in place to make it far more fun and long lasting than the mask was in 1995. It's, it's not an excuse. They just, they just put a really shit system in for combat and it doesn't pay dividends whatsoever. You know, no, I feel like the emphasis was put on the mask himself. It was put on the animations for him. And that was what it was about. So I feel like, the 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 metaphorical equivalent of this game is the producer did a shit on the floor right and then and then he picked up and and the shit is symbolic of the level design the uh, the level art the enemies the combat all of those things and then he opened and then he picked his his turd up in his left hand and with his right hand he took out of his pocket a little box and he opened up his little box and inside his little box, he's got little bits of gold glitter flakes. And those little bits of gold glitter flakes are the mask animations. And so what he did is he took a small pinch of them and he just went and blew it onto the turd. So it's a massive, steaming, smelly, shitty poo with a small bit of glitter flake on it. That's it. <laughs> That is what it is. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. yeah, yeah. We we got like what we got we got we did the second level. Well, we didn't do the second level. We we got into the second level, we and we just to the final boss. That's it. We got to the final boss of the second level, and if anything, the second level just like it just made the flaws that we experienced in the first level more evident, didn't it? Like. The mm-hmm. combat felt even worse. The, the level design was even more by the numbers. You know, there was no way of redeeming it, basically. It, it, it had lost itself, which is a shame. A real shame. Yeah, I think so. And then the, the last, last thing I really want to touch on is the difficulty of the bosses. Because like the standard yeah. grub enemies, they're fine. Like, you know, you, we had that one grunty lad the mechanic mm. in the second level who was a little bit tougher, but you still didn't really have any problem with them. Yeah. Uh, but the final bosses are just fucking nails. They are in there. But like, there's no way to dodge them or no. that, that I could find anyway. You're trying to jump around. And like I said, you're trying to jump. You've got to try to get in the middle of the screen ish to pull off one of the super moves. And it's just not having it. Cause the guy's jumping around constantly. You punch yeah. him twice and then he hits you. And it's, 
and they take off way more health than you do, of course. And yep, it's exactly. just like, yeah, you'd have to just play over and over again to get good at it, which right back in that time makes sense, you know. But looking yeah, back it's, at it's it a, now, it's a different it's culture just, of gaming, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But looking back in now, no, they just whack the difficulty up just to get more playtime out of you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's sad, man. But I think I think that's what else is there to say about it? Like that by by this point, and by the time we had kind of like got over the fact that like the mask's nicely animated, that there, there really wasn't anything else. Like we we just thought like, nah, this is this is giving us that quite familiar like we're 34 episodes into the podcast now we're quite familiar with the feeling of well this is shit <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah we've, done, yeah we've done quite a few shit games by this point so we're that old familiar feeling started coming back of being like yeah actually this is just fucking painful now <laughs> so yeah yeah what else is there to say mate that's that's yeah. kind of it. literally we... it. They, the animation was good and and some of the power-ups were good referencing the film and that is literally all i can say yeah that's it, mate. That's it. So on so, that basis, Steph. Would you carry we... on playing this game? <laughs> nah, it can fucking do one. <laughs> Absolutely not. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> mate, no. Not a chance in hell would I carry on playing oh, this game. Thank fuck for that. Christ. Right. <laughs> so let's, should we just jump to the call? Yeah, should we jump onto the call? We'll just have a look. Yeah. So our top five games are oh, they're, they're so good now. We've got such a good top five now. I know, but could it could it be shaken up? Could the top five <laughs> be shaken up again? <laughs> oh, don't even try it, you wind up. That's not that's a joke. Our top our, our bottom five might be shaken up. I think Jeez. yeah, I, I think they might be shaken up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so. Christ. But yeah, so go ahead, Steph. Our top five games. Right, so number five is The Warriors for the PS2. Number four is Doom 1993 on everything. <laughs> number three is Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation 1. Number two is GoldenEye for the N64. And number one is Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation 1. Banging. Now, um, yeah, in, in descending order of our bottom five, we've got in 29th position, got Back to the Future Part 1 for the NES. We have in 30th The Crow for the PlayStation 1. 31st, as pre-mentioned, Wayne's World for the SNES. Uh, 32 is Pop of Girls Chemical Extraction for PlayStation 1. And then in last place is our dear old buddy, Shrek. <laughs> Extra large for the GameCube. Right. Uh, I'm, when I'm... will Shrek be taken? That's what I really, that's what I really it's, I'm it's looking not, forward it's to. Not, it's not when, it's if. It's, if it's yeah, I wonder if it'll ever be taken. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think we should put some money down to say, like, 10 quid says it won't get dethroned in 100 episodes. And if we don't pass 100, if we pass 100 and it's still it's still 100 out of 100, then, mate, we've got to cash in some serious dough. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I, is, it's got, it's got such, like, had such potential as a Shrek game. Yeah. And it's on the GameCube and it was made by dice it had such potential <laughs> that's why that's why it's at the bottom imagine just... a, yeah it's true imagine a hyper realistic like battlefield style like shrek like imagine battlefield but with a shrek skin do you know what i mean imagine that would dice. be imagine <laughs> if dice be for it. yeah just dragons like fucking like donkey's wife flying in the sky fucking farquad in the corner with a sniper 
gingerbread with a thermal detonator shoved up his ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where, where do you where do you think about the mask? What are you thinking? I've got an idea. Right. Well, I, I've I too have an idea, and I I want you to hear me out. I'm gonna go right off the bat. So basically, I I I've been looking at it for a little while, and I've been thinking like, nah, it's worse than that. Nah, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. I got to the crow, and I thought to myself, yes. I thought, and I thought to myself, at least the crow was funny, <laughs> mate. I had exactly the same yeah. thought because I this thought at least the crow made us laugh. Exactly. And Wayne's World, Wayne's World was just utter bullshit. It's, it's a battle with Wayne's World for me. It's is it yes. better or worse than Wayne's World? That's that's it. So it's I I, I can't tell you if it's thirty one. I think it's thirty two. I think it's better than Wayne's World. I think it goes above Wayne's World. Yeah, so it's the new 31. I think so, because Wayne's World Wayne's World didn't really didn't feel like it captured much from the film, which nah. isn't Wayne's World's fault because the film doesn't really have much to turn into a video game, really, does it? No. But the mask does capture a lot more of true. the yeah. feel of the film and the, the vibe of the mask. So very true. Yeah. I think, was, I think who, who produced this again? Black Pearl Software. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, because we've got like we had grey matter, and I thought like it was grey matter again. And I thought like Jesus Christ, imagine if they had three games in a row, grey matter at the bottom at the bottom of the table. That would be shocking, wouldn't it? That'd be Steph, hilarious. You do know what this means now, though, with the new Cool Wall. It means the What's crow that? is nearly out of our bottom five. Oh. Imagine mate. a day where the crow leaves the bottom five, mate. That's a day to celebrate. I love the crow. Like in in an in an alternate like call, the crow would be way up there for me because in terms of in just a game like, of hilarity, yeah. It, oh, it's it's number one. It's num. It's it's got to be. I'm I'm looking at a list now. I think I crow... don't know the Mission Impossible dog bit. If there's any more, <laughs> if there's any more of them, then Mission Impossible <laughs> might fly up the list as well. If then, if then is Shrek. We were oh, Shrek. <laughs> like I think the Crow, Shrek, and Mission Impossible were the three funniest games we've played. Like no question, they were hilarious. Yeah, Phantom Menace yeah, is a, Phantom Menace was a, was up there as well. <laughs> the fan instant in Phantom, Phantom Menace goes down in his in history as one of our most brilliant fuck ups. Love yeah, that. Yeah, that was great. Absolutely brilliant. Right. So, Go on. cash grab. What do you think? I mean, personally, I yeah. think it's a cash grab. And I think it is summed up perfectly in the Wikipedia entry for it. Oh, go on. Read the Wikipedia entry and then I'll... So I'll this this paragraph. Okay. A version of the game was also in development for the sake of... Oh, so just, just to let you know, the game uh, took way longer to develop than they anticipated. And that's why it was released like a year and a bit over. Oh, uh, okay. So then right. it said... A version of the game was also in development for the Sega Genesis, but was cancelled. According to a spokesman, the, due to the Super NES version taking longer than expected, the Genesis version would have not been completed until two years after the film appeared Oof. in theatres. Too late to significantly benefit from the license and was cancelled because <laughs> of it. <laughs> so, with GoldenEye, that was released a long time after the film in terms of like... Mm-hmm game film to game kind of time yeah it was yes and they still released a banger 
Absolutely, they did. So they obviously knew that the mask was not yeah. a banger, and the yeah. only way to make any money of it is to release it whilst the film was out there making money because yeah, the still- film grossed $351 million in the box office. That's exactly it. It's, they just needed to release these games whilst they're fresh in people's minds. That's literally it, isn't it? And by two years out, the mask isn't the big thing anymore. Therefore, you can't make the cash. It's a cash grab, mate. It's a cash grab. When will something break up the bottom ones being cash grab? Yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very interested. I don't know if it ever will. There's, there's this, this dynamic that keeps coming up is, it's so interesting. It's so, so interesting. I've like, I mean, like partly it does make sense with, you know, yeah, like effort, time, effort and time and love can be poured into a creative project rather than a cash grab. But there are some really great cash grabs. I mean, like, you know, look at, look at the top of our list. There are some great cash grabs. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's such a good side scrolling beat em up for the PS3. And that's a, such a clear cash grab. Like, yeah, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. There's, there's got to be one like, that comes like bottom five, but it's not a cash grab at some point. It's just got to. That'll be the day, Steph. That'll be the day. Imagine that. Imagine that. Right. So that settles it. We've shaken up our bottom five and the crow is nearly out of it, mate. I'm so excited. <laughs> viewers listeners thank you so much for listening or watching however you are doing it through a cast or any podcasting uh, podcasting platform or through youtube and you've been able to watch some gameplay you poor sod uh if you're on youtube please be sure to like this video and subscribe check out all of our other stuff as well as the upcoming episode of opening bids with the mask gameplay you lucky sod as I say, uh, you please can be see talk- what we're talking about there. See exactly what we're talking about, and you can uh, probably hear our optimism for the game slowly diminishing. <laughs> as we play it. Yeah, we start off quite positive and go pretty negative towards the to end. The to the point where you can just hear me basically rage quitting. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So thank you so much again for watching and listening. Uh, please be sure to check our description for all sorts of ways that you can see all of our other videos and also ways of supporting us especially through Patreon at Cash Grab Podcast. It would mean the world if you could even consider doing that. Thank you so much for watching and we will catch you next time. See you later. See you later.